I'm Melissa Torres. And I'm Marmy Leach. And this is Moving with Mel and Marm. So this is episode one of our podcast, Moving with Mel and Marm. I'm sitting here with Mel, aka Melissa Torres. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. What have you been up to? Today's been a little stressful this week because I have a buyer under contract and our option period's ending and we're trying to negotiate and there are quite a few repairs. So, you know, it's always kind of hard when that happens. Um, Yeah, it's always stressful when you're negotiating like right to the deadline. I know. I hate short option periods. Like I thought we were over this. Yeah. What has been going on with you? Uh, not much. Just wrangling the three kids. Yeah. Maddie uh, got a car, so That's she's so driving. And the boys, Nicholas is playing flag football, so we have been going to lots of football games. Oh, fun. Yeah. We are actually doing SMU tailgate this weekend. Oh, fun. Um, I have some friends coming in town, so it's family weekend at SMU. And I have like girlfriends coming in town and we're doing like just a single tailgate for this weekend. So I've been like running around, getting everything organized for that. I'm excited. It'll be fun. I love football season. Do you? I do. Do you actually like go to the games? Yeah. So I've never been to a Cowboys game. Yeah. But I like school football. I like high school football. Yeah. It's just so exciting. Really? Yes. Football is life in Texas, and I am totally here for it. I love There's that. There's lots going on at the games. I love the hot dogs. I love the cheerleaders and the drill team or the, what does BL call it? The brigade, I think yeah. is what they call them. But I just love it all. Actually, we are in our, like, very girly trailer, and this is where we're recording our episodes Mm -hmm. for our podcast. It's pink and white. Yes. And it's so cute. It's like a 1965 Scotty something. I don't know. I love it. And it- I'm so obsessed. It was previously used as a photo booth, so it's super cute. I love it. Maybe one day we'll do, like, an MTV Cribs tour when this podcast becomes, like, number one on Spotify. I mean, maybe we're going to, like- film on location like go to different well because i mean we are we'll get a camera crew and everything yeah we're putting this into the universe this is going to be super successful <laughs> so what are we going to talk about today we are talking about today what a realtor does because it is like anytime someone is not in real estate and is like oh i think i should be a realtor i love looking at houses like yeah yes we do do that oh my god but... do you just love like looking at pretty houses all day yeah like yeah that that's is, all I do I don't use my brain or anything it like that is like a teeny tiny portion of yes. what we actually do yes and so we just want to set the record straight we're gonna set the record straight yeah I mean this is like we're giving the nitty gritty all the things you wanted to know and even more that you didn't want to know yes <laughs> yes so what would you say like your a normal day looks like for you Honestly, every day is so different. That's what I love about real estate, though, is like that every day is different. I am not, there's not like a schedule. A lot of times I'm looking around on MLS, keeping up with the trends, trying to figure out what's going on with the market. I'm probably making a lot of phone calls to people. Maybe I've got a listing I'm trying to sell and I'm trying to convince people to come take a look at it. Definitely dealing with like option periods, like after you have an inspection. Sometimes we do some fun things too, like staging can be fun. It can also be very sweaty. Yes. What about you? What do you think you do? On a- so 
yeah, definitely keeping up with the trends and keeping educated. So yes. um, looking at what's going on in different neighborhoods, um, networking with realtors, because a lot happens off market. So it's important to know, like, yes, you're networking with potential clients and your community, but you also need to be networking with realtors to stay Networking is in the so know. huge. Yes. Well, especially like as we're shifting into a slower market. I do think that people will keep things off market for a while, like, and just kind of put the word out just because some things are selling slow. And so as soon as you put it on the market, you've got those days that are just like adding up. Right. And especially when sellers have a lot of flexibility and when they need to sell, like they might, you know, list something off market to say like, Hey, if I can get this price or if I can get a lease back until I need it, like I'm going to be open to take an offer. But I don't need to list it and deal with showings all the time until, you know, three months in yeah. the future. So, yeah. yeah, that's a big one. Um, of course, negotiating contracts. Yes. Um, showing properties, taking photos. I love showings. Yes. I love showings. Buyers so are fun. fun. Yeah. Buyers, it's exciting, especially when it's like a first time home buyer. Yeah. And it's like really exciting where it's like a dream home. And, yeah. You know, those are always a lot of fun. But wait, like, let's be real. Don't you always think that very first showing with someone's like so awkward, like the very first house you walk into with a new client? Yes. Because you like. Awkward. You don't know what. It takes a little bit to like know really what they are thinking. What yeah. They want. I mean, not that we can ever read minds, but, you know, to kind of gauge what they're wanting. And Sometimes I walk into that very first showing. I'm like. And here's the living room. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just like, well, and before, why did I say that? Before getting into real estate, it's like very interesting, different ways to show. Like I very much believe that my job is not to sell a house. Like yes, yes. When well, I well, maybe on the list you're talking about for buyers. For buyers, yes, yeah, I agree. Like for the listing, yes, you have a house, and your job is to is to get a buyer and to get the buyer's agent, you know, to bring an offer. But when you're in with a buyer, your job is not to get them to put an offer on a house. Yeah. Your job is to like listen to them and find out what the best fit is. Now, are there going to be compromises one way or another. There's never the perfect house. Yeah. But before I was in real estate. No like, one wants to be pressured into yes. buying something. Or like being told that like a house that's not great is great. Like, yeah. That is my biggest Well, that's also so messed up to yeah. do that. I do think people want to do want to be told like what they should be buying. Like I think, you know, like I want to be told like I don't want to have to go look for clothes. Like I do yeah. want to know like can you give me like five dress options that are like my style and I'll like choose one? I do think people want that. And so yeah. I think that's where it comes in where we're like, these are houses that we should look at. Yeah. Yeah. Like based on what your goal is, what yeah. your needs are, like these are what I would recommend. Um, listings, like you could be doing anything. Absolutely. I have one experience that I had a house under contract mm-hmm. And it was elderly parents that were moving in with their adult children that do not live in Dallas. Okay. So the adult children were, like, managing this from out of town, which brings a level of complexity to any deal. They came, packed the stuff that they needed, then hired an estate sale company to come in and sell the rest of the stuff. I do love estate sales. I do, too. So the estate sale company came in. Their job... You know, they had the estate sell Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Then they had um, a donation company come in, pick up the rest. And they were supposed to leave the house like anything that was left. They were supposed to haul it off, okay. off the property, leave it empty. So I come in Monday to check on the house. We're closing the next day. 
And as I pull up, the guy who was supposed to be emptying the property was loading a few more bags in his Suburban. Mm -hmm. And there was a mountain of trash on the curb. Oh, my God. And I am not even exaggerating. It was a mountain. It was probably five feet, like, by 20 feet. It was. What? Yes. It was. It, you needed a long dumpster, like one of those 20-foot dumpsters, and maybe it would have... You need, like, a trash removal company. Yes. It would have been the... more than just one truck of those trash removal companies. It oh would have been God. more. Oh, my god! It was a ton. So, it was bulk trash week, so he was planning on just leaving, and I was like, no, you cannot leave this here. Well, he did. Well, that's like a shitty estate sale company. Yes. Yeah. It was... It was not a good situation. And I think part of it was the people were packing when the estate sale was supposed to be in there organizing stuff. So Uh it just, it was just kind of a cluster, the whole thing. Like they didn't get to organize it as much as possible. So there was a lot left over after the sale, more than they anticipated, Mm. but that's, it's still not okay. They agreed to do something and they didn't do it. Well, I mean, the sellers are out of town, so I'm like, I'm going to just deal with this. And um, as you would. Yes. I feel like that's very like you, Melissa. Like <laughs> you're just going to like creatively figure out a way to make this, I to just, fix this. Yeah. I think as our job, I think if there's a problem, unless the client needs to know, there's no reason to like, I didn't even tell them that this happened. Okay. Uh, they still don't know that this happened. I just dealt with it. Until now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just got rid of it. So I call my uncle and I'm like, I need you here now. And he drove a little truck and it was like, you know, the mini Ford or Toyota, yeah. like the really, really okay, small Ryan's ones. like so obsessed with those little trucks. They're very cute. Yeah. But they don't have a big trail bed space. Yeah. So um, he comes and we start loading the truck. I call my husband. He has a work van. So I'm like, get the work van here. I need help hauling off trash oh my god thank god for that work van we have used it so many times yeah staging hauling off trash very convenient yeah so we're we're like loading up and the hoa president comes up and is like walking his dog this is a very small neighborhood it's two cul-de-sacs that don't even connect it's very very small and he's like this is completely unacceptable this cannot be here and i said i know and mind you I came from the office just to swing by and check on the house, you not didn't even anticipating know that the trash was there. Yeah, so I am in a dress, like a business dress and heels, throwing trash in the back of a Ford, and he's like, "This is unacceptable." And I said, "I know, I'm taking care of it." And he said, "In that truck?" And I'm like, "Yes." The nerve. Yes. Dude, what do you think I'm doing? Yeah, like, no. I'm getting rid of the trash. Yeah, I'm just standing here for fun. Yeah. No, I don't know. Three, four hours later, who knows? I stayed at the house the whole time, like, loading the different cars. And my uncle and my husband, they went around. And I I probably shouldn't even admit to this. But, I mean, we filled up the restaurant dumpster. My husband's in the restaurant business. We dumped a few bags in random apartment complexes dumpsters. <laughs> and then the remaining, um, which was quite a bit, we had just moved into our house. Um, the house that we live in now, it was bulk trash week. And they came and lined. We're a corner lot. So we have like two sides of the house that are street. We lined our entire property line. Oh, my gosh. That faces the street with black trash bags. I mean, that's a lot because I've seen your house and it's a big corner lot. Yeah. There's like a lot of like curb space. Yes. And the entire property line was lined with black trash bags. What did your neighbor say? 
Well, a couple weeks or months later, um, one of my neighbors was talking to my husband. I was like, what was up with all that trash? And he, my husband was like, oh, somebody just came and put all this trash no, on the side didn't. of our house. Like, that was not ours. It was so embarrassing. <laughs> but I got all the trash and I even swept the sidewalk because there was like broken glass and yeah. stuff. So I swept the sidewalk. And then I walked right over to that HOA president's door because I saw which house he went into after walking his dog. And I knocked on the door to tell him that, yes, I cleaned that up with that little bitty truck. Yeah. Got my attitude coming out. I love it. I love it. (laughs) But he did not answer the front door. So I never got Uh, to confront him. So he was probably too scared. Yeah. But I handled it. I love that story. I did not know this about you. Like this was before. This was before we partnered. Before we were a partner. Yeah, partners. Okay. But I mean, the bottom line is, like, we do what needs to get done. Yeah, we do. Get a deal done. So, and now you have trash expert on your resume. Yes. So at the end of every episode, we are either going to like answer a question that um, a listener or viewer is asking, or we are going to share a an anonymous confession of a homeowner. I'm not sure how we're going to get those confessions, <laughs> but we are going to figure that out. But since we don't have any questions on our first episode yet, I think um, I came prepared with a question. Okay. Okay. So if you were going to buy a vacation home somewhere, where would you buy it? And I think like budget... Like, let's be reasonable on, like, price, but I do think, like, a pretty decent budget for this because some of these places are pretty expensive. Yeah. Where most vacation homes are. So... So maybe, like, $2 million. I think I would... I feel like I'm a good mountain girl, even though, like, all of my vacations have been to the beach, but I grew up in Utah, so we would go hiking in the mountains, and I think if I were to choose a vacation home today, it would be in a mountain area. What about you? I'm a beach girl. I love the beach. It's like my happy place. Like if I'm just like walking on the beach with like my headphones on by myself or like maybe with my dog, it's just the most relaxing thing to me. Um, If you want to send in a question or a confession, we will figure out a way to receive those for now. It could be an Instagram DM. And if you send it, we'll just make sure that your confession is anonymous. Yep. And until next time. Thank you.